My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, what are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. So they said to him, who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord. As Isaiah the prophet said, some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. But there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. So we've just heard from Isaiah the prophet and Mary, mother of Jesus, and Paul great apostle and the Baptist, John the Baptist, the one who came to testify to the light. And all of them, in one way or another, are just bursting with joy, rejoicing at what they are seeing. Well, John may not be rejoicing all that much. He's a little bit sour most of the time. But he is saying, saying there is reason for joy. It may be dark, but there is light coming, and I can see it, and I'm here to point it out. And that's a similar theme in Isaiah and Mary and in Paul. It looks dark, but there is reason to rejoice. But the joy in these readings is no rose-colored glasses joy. It isn't a joy that comes from denying how dark it is and how bad things are. In fact, Isaiah in particular, his whole pr prophetic career was mostly pointing out how bad it is, how dark it is, how much doom and gloom surrounds us. At one point in his prophetic career, when he had pointed out that things were going to get very bad and no one listened to him, and then it got really bad. He said, I will wait for the Lord who has concealed his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. So it seems that a prerequisite for the joy that they could find started with seeing the truth about what is, not denying it, not covering it up, but letting it reveal itself calling attention to the danger and the darkness, inviting people to change rather than hide from the darkness. But their words, his words anyway, went unheeded. And bad things happened. 
and it got darker. And here near the end of the book of the prophet Isaiah, he's bursting with joy because in the darkness, he is able to see God at work. God who had concealed himself so that so such that many people thought that God had abandoned them. Isaiah sees that God has not abandoned us in the darkness, but God is at work. God is doing something new. There is reason for hope. There is reason for joy. There is reason for faith. There is reason for trust. In many ways, Mary is similar. It is a dark world that she lives in. An occupied world. A world in which power and strength crushes the poor and the weak. And she is one of the poorest and one of the weakest. She has an experience that opens her eyes to something more than what everyone else can see. And as a result of that experience, a result of knowing that God is at work, not only in her, but in the world, she bursts forth with a song of joy and praise. My soul rejoices in the Lord. My spirit proclaims the greatness of God, my savior. She sees the darkness, but she also is able to see the light. The Baptist can see the darkness and point it out, but he's also able to see the light. And Paul's still living in a dark world, but he has known the power of the resurrection that came through the darkness of the cross. And so he's able to call the Thessalonians to rejoice constantly. This joy, though, which comes from a vision, a vision that apparently most of us don't enjoy, a vision that sees the truth everywhere. It sees the darkness and sees it as true, but knows it is not the last world. And somehow or another, the prophetic vision of Isaiah and Mary and the Baptist and Paul call our attention, yes, to how dark it is, but invite us to see deeper than the darkness, to the power of God working within that darkness to do something new. But as Paul points out to the Thessalonians, it isn't enough to see, and it isn't enough to hope, and it isn't enough to believe. We are to rejoice, and rejoicing comes with a different kind of action. Rejoicing spurs us not to just throw our hands up and sing praises and thanks, although that is part of it. Rejoicing calls us to be grateful constantly. Rejoicing calls us to see light in one another, a light in one another that is worthy of love and respect, especially in the ones who seem so mired in the deepest darkness, the ones that no one sees. The joy of, of the gospel, the joy of the Lord, the joy of knowing God's light in the world calls us to see that light shining in dark places and responding to those dark places with faith and hope and mostly love rather than concealing them. So yes, we are called to rejoice in a very dark world, not because their darkness is not real, the darkness is very real. We are called to rejoice in a very dark world because in the darkness, light is beginning to shine. 
God is at work, even though it seems that God is absent, that God has forgotten us, that God has abandoned us. The joy comes from the knowledge based on the vision of clarity that even in the great darkness, God is at work changing, enlightening, empowering, shining in very dark places and inviting us to look for the light, not in the way things, not in how we would like things to be, but in how God is making them. To rejoice always in what God is doing rather than what we are doing. To give thanks and praise constantly and to respond always to where the light is shining with faith and hope and love.